It is Monday, June 15th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. Here, McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, kicking off another one of these midsummer. Well, I guess it's not even technically summer yet. We're still in spring, but but it feels like I feel like once June starts, it's basically summer. We are in the middle of June, taking us through another week here uh, on Sidetrack on uh, Twitch. And obviously, you can check us out on the website as well. So, all right, Zach, you know, hey, here we go. I feel like I don't know why. I feel like there was just like, I'm pretty sure I texted the stuff like the notes to you at like 6 30 this morning. Like, there's like more mojo today just because, like, I don't know, like there's like live golf this weekend, like sports is around the corner for the most part. We'll get to that in a little bit with baseball. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, right. Like, I feel like it's like my, fl- like the flavor of like sports, like is changing a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels great. I mean, like you said, we had golf, we have UFC almost every week now. Uh, there's, you know, the leagues are coming back. It's sunny outside. I mean, I was out in town this weekend, you know, be bopping around and it just, feels good oh, it feels good to kind of soak in the sun a little bit it's like it's positive things are I, for the I love when it stays light till like nine o'clock oh it's, you know what i mean oh, yeah it's like because you feel like he's got more of the day to live oh yeah it's like you, you i mean you might be able to get 18 holes in after work instead of nine now oh, i great. know i know oh my god so that was a great that was a great tournament too this week little charles schwab challenge yeah, it was good. It was, uh, it was a heartbreaker for uh, Colin Morikawa that that putt that he missed. Uh, I know, I looked know. like it was going in, if you ask me, but just tailed off at the last. Second. I was trying to find that clip before the before the show started, but um, that was brutal. That was brutal. How do you miss that? Yeah, it, it was a little, little five footer. Like he, yeah, just not enough pace to it, I guess. But you're good with that, you know. When we're playing as friends on the you know, on the course. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, no one misses them. You know. Oh, I know. That's that's tough. Uh, but also, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's put some more people, you know, in a bad spot. So he's off the hot seat. Let's do a little clickbait. Yeah. Do you want to get started? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. You know, I, I love to kind of roast and we're not, I'm not talking about LeBron in this, this situation, but I love the roast, the good old Des Bryant. He's been oh, somewhere yeah, that's a fun the last one. couple of years, really. So it's just nice seeing him back in the news and, you know, try to build relevancy and seeing them. We just crush it here. So <laughs> yeah, like Des Bryant posted the videos, um, him you know looking to make a return and he's going to come back you know better than ever all that good stuff and it's basically just a video of him running routes with I don't know who the quarterback is I didn't really pay attention to that that much but no one's defending him he's just he's running routes he's catching the ball I mean it looks like it's half speed it's a slant route pretty much the whole time it's nothing it's nothing, nothing special if you ask me yeah I mean, no it's not you um, know this is like this is like being a nascar driver and you're running on the track without anyone on with you and saying oh he's back he's back in form but like the real challenge is when you have people around you because that's when your real skill shows same with football when you yeah, when someone presses you on the line of scrimmage right like you know there's right. like a safety over the top that you have to worry about as well you know all those things kind of come into play a little bit yeah they matter a little bit and Just i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that karen you or i can go out back right now and run a slant route and put some music to it wear a helmet and look like we're a you know college well, athlete well, that's what that's what i found kind of funny about it when you sent me that video today and i was like watching it it reminded me of like a video I'd see on YouTube where it's like EA sports behind the scenes of how they create Madden. And there's like the person with the little motion things like on their chest, just running routes, like out there, like to, to, to act as the person like, like that the video game is going to pick up later is like kind of like the green screen thing. Like you're right here. I got to pull up this video one more time. Like of him running, like look at these, like he looks slow, slow. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah. For, nothing like, special there. There's like, no what? bite off. Like he barely, like it's almost like a loose turn off this post. Look at that. Like there's no, like, He's not slipping off that. And then like, what the hell is this route right here? That's, that's, that's not good. No. Like if you saw like the little things of, of turf, whatever those, the black, um, like the little piece of tire that fly up sometimes. Yeah, little, if yeah. you see a little pieces of tire flying up and, and some, you know, some aggressive cuts, then we might be onto something, but no, it, it's not and, there. And, and, here, <laughs> and here's the thing, right? Like about Des, like how many more story, like how many more headlines are we going to hear from him? You know what I mean? Cause it's like, what like if you if I said to you, hey, by the way, Zach, what was the most uh, relevant thing that Des Bryant's done in the last? Well, just say name it. What's the last like most relevant thing he's done? Well, the, the catch that wasn't a catch that we were just talking about. Yeah, just, and the you show. know what? You, that was 2014. I was just watching. Yeah, it was on the NFL yeah. Network. Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, what was it last? It was when Odell was still with the Giants when they <laughs> there was the video of them working out, and they were like, "Oh, Des is going to the Giants. He's working out with Odell." Like. Is that when he signed with the Saints then? Because I was going to say, really, for me, that's – I mean, first of all, that's not even relevant because not to be that guy. He didn't play, right? He, he at least stepped on the field and his Achilles snapped. So, like, okay, so, like, that doesn't count. So then before that, if you at least said to me, what well, before that, I'd be like, I 
I don't know. Like I remember him playing at Dallas. He wasn't getting as many targets uh, more from like a fantasy perspective, just feeling mm-hmm. like it kind of went off a cliff that kind of went in. He didn't really gel with him and then it kind of just ended and he has a little sit downs with Jerry Jones. And that was it like that. Right. Like, yeah. Like why? Like this isn't news. No, right? he's just, a, he's just a big personality that, you know, kind of like that T.O. Odell persona, I guess, if you want to even give him that. And the media just likes to soak it up. Well, and, and think of it this way, right? Like Terry Slayton was in high school when he was like relevant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so like as a Giants fan, he's a little there, yeah. a little, little to do for you. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? Though it's like I, there are certain players, and it's quarterbacks normally, whether it be like Rodgers, Breeze, Brady, etc. You know that like kind of make us sometimes lose the 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 correct perception of like what age is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So like because people think like, oh, Dez. I'm like, what do you mean, oh, Dez? Like I don't even know how mm-hmm. old he is. He's got to be obviously in his third, like it is like what up like mid thirties. Like, like, like I was going to say lower, like high, lower, like, like 32, 33, mm-hmm. 34, yeah. like, like somewhere in that area. Alexa, how old is Des Bryant? This would be a good one. Des Bryant is 31. Years old. 31. Wow. 31. Okay. But we see, seriously it's... have to, can we start like keeping stats for her? Yeah. I think she's, she's probably bad. Pretty good. Like, yeah. like 470 <laughs> right now. You know, I'm, right, I'm going to start it up. All right, good job, one, Alexa. That was really nice work. One for one. So that's that. That's that Mojo Monday we're talking here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's it's like it, it's like the same thing with like unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, Des got hurt, and then it's like a similar thing for me was when Victor Cruz got hurt with the patellar tendon. That's a devastating injury, just like an Achilles is. So it's like it's extremely hard to come back from that. And you know, even at even Cruz was young too, so it's tough. And unfortunately, I don't think Brian's going to really be making much of a return but well you know and here's the thing this is going to sound like um oh that's so great we said oh alexa uh answered for for uh for josh, josh too yeah. look at that that's pretty great hey, we, that. Love, we love that yeah oh yeah look at that that's just like i always you know it is creepy though i always notice like when you see those commercials for those echo dots mm-hmm. like they'll like you know like where it's like alexa like play like lady gaga or whatever and then i was like making sure she didn't tell i was like trying to like keep it like like monotonic <laughs> there um, and then the commercial the and it's funny i'll see the ring go around i'm like <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? they're, they're, yeah man they're listening all the time i know time. i know i'm, I'm so one sorry too. i get it yeah i thank it just because you know the off chance that that thing is a robot like i just wanted to know that like i'm not that bad you're you're polite and respectful like yeah exactly like surveillance right yeah exactly i don't want to you know, <laughs> as a poor person like that like you know good 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 character right that's right yeah they appreciate that um, um uh, yeah, yeah, so what clickbait do you I was going to say, you know, it's funny. I, it, we didn't plan this either. It's funny that you and I kind of picked the same theme today. Mm-hmm. It's like the guy who's headline where I was like, that was 10 headlines ago. Like, I don't need you anymore, like, in my, like, news cycle. Like, didn't really ever need you now. Like, certainly don't need you. Um, but without further ado, uh, your boy from Penn State, Christian Hackenberg's in the news again, Zach. Zach. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yep. So, there you go. Sorry, I was like, I was like, just kind of. I had two thoughts in mind at once, but yeah, he's setting his sights on playing baseball. Oh my gosh. Is yeah, he trying I mean, to be like Tim Tebow, like 0.5? Yeah, oh, so like- that's, that's I guess, what I saw on like, uh, like just, I was like, just some of the blogs and stuff like that was kind of the running joke that he's stealing the thunder. Look, all right, here's, there's, all right, there's a few differences to that, for example, right? Like Tim Tebow, well, for, for starters, won a playoff game in the NFL. Yeah, they're not comparable. No, and and he won national championships in college, multiple ones. So like, yeah, that that's out of the picture. Boom, done. All right. So, and and, and I'm not even like trying to be that guy, but right, there was also that that layer that made Tim Tebow so attractive in the news cycle was how he was very uh, religious and like it made people feel some type of way, like for better or worse. I feel like so he was more of like a like Christian Hackenberg's kind of the opposite of that. Yeah, like he's kind of like vanilla is like his ice cream choice. I'd have to think, right? Like it's just very. Like when, when and I'm not just trying to bring this up, right? When 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 Temple played them, and that was the game of Temple won, what twenty seven to ten, I think. Like mm-hmm. he was an iceberg back there. He got sacked yeah. ten times, ten, ten. He's he's not good. Okay, so like, and that's not even me trying to take a zing at that. I was like, I agree know, with you. <laughs> and, and people, for some reason, okay, he had a hell of a freshman year of Bill O'Brien, and then on top of that, Todd Mitchell, I'm pretty sure, like the next year. Like, cause he had what an all right sophomore year. They mm-hmm. were projecting that he'd have an amazing junior year and be like the first overall pick in the draft or something like that. Like, was that if I'm remember? Yep. Like, it was like You're the right way, on. way too early mock draft, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Another I kind of remember like was like, "What?" Like, no, and wait, no, it was, it was going to senior year, I think. 
Yeah. Maybe it was. Because I remember the Temple game was the first game of that tour, and I was like, no, no, no. Like, but, like, no. And, and, and he took excuse. Well, he got the free pass at Penn State because his offensive line was apparently not good, although I disagree with that. I thought they were obviously better because you saw more guys like Donovan. Um, uh, it was Donovan Smith from uh, when he was on the Bucks. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It's like Josh saying in the chat. He's like Josh Rosenish. Yeah, that, that's a great comparison. Here's here's the thing. It's almost like the last meaningful headline he had was in, when he signed to the AAF with the Memphis. Yeah, well, do the, you know what they were? The Memphis somethings, the Roughnecks, or no? That that's the XFL. <laughs> the Memphis. Uh, hey, should we ask Alexa? Yeah, Alexa, do you know what the AAF team from Memphis was called? It didn't, but that's okay. All right, uh, one for two, but it was, she was giving me rugby stats. That's pretty good. I couldn't hey, understand yes. what she was trying to tell me. Like, yeah, that's, that's impressive, at least. And, and I'm looking at uh, what Lauren's saying in the chat, too. I, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Like, it's not like actors where they peak early. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's more of like a... Like you got to stick with the craft and like continue to develop. So yeah. I, I don't like, I don't know if there's ever such a thing as peaking early. If anything, it's more your career ends early because of an injury or something like to that nature. But I don't like, I, certainly Hackenberg doesn't fall in that category for me, unless you want to say like his, his popularity and his, his stock, I suppose being at the top was like at that point. Yeah. But like, that's and a part have, of the game. That's yeah. a part of the deal. Like you got to be able to handle that. And you got it. Like you said yourself, you have to perfect the craft. I mean, you can't get complacent. And that's what it seems like he did. He had a lot of chances, yeah. right? And like his time with the Eagles was not very long. <laughs> no, you know what I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, he got drafted by the jets, right? And then yeah, he second up round falling. Pick. yeah, he didn't even suit up. Like that's how oh, was so far behind he was. He didn't even suit up at all. Maybe week 17 one time. That would be actually a really wild one if I could see if she would know like the depth chart for the what was it? I'm gonna pull up the thing again real quick. It was um was it 2014, 15. Uh, I thought it was in there. Dang. All right, that's all right. No, we'll, we'll look at that later. Um yeah. but no, I mean, so that's it, it, it just with him in general, like who cares? Yeah, Not so to mention what, how hard it is to make it in baseball. Like, oh yeah. So what when you say he's getting into baseball, like is he trying for an open tryout for like a minor? Yeah, I think there was actually more to it. It's funny. I saw that the other day and screenshotted it. And I think there was a little bit more that came out to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when I say like more, to, like I don't like nothing more. I think to that point, I think you're just saying, yeah, like I think it was a tryout or something with him. Oh, um, but to that point, like, that? like how, I, I don't know how old Hackenberg is at this point. Like he's got to be like, you know, like in his mid 20s. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's probably he's close to our age. I a little think. little late to pick up baseball, considering a lot of these guys like you need to kind of get called up like you know somewhere in like you know your lower twenties. It helps more to like mm-hmm. actually like you can't just pick up the minor league path in the mid twenties. That's not a good spot. No, and Josh, Josh, you're right. Yeah, Bryce Petty. That's that. I was that's trying true. to think who it was. He was. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to say Davis Webb, but I knew it wasn't Davis Webb. But like someone in that tree. <sighs> Oh yeah. man, Bryce Petty. Not a good tree. Put it to that. No, <laughs> no, no. Like Bryce Petty sounds like like the like like a bar that plays like really bad country music, like in Wildwood, New Jersey. And it's like, oh, we're <laughs> yeah. going to Bryce Petty's tonight for like 150 Miller highlight bottles. Like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's no good. Like, well, that's no good. He, yeah, no. That's like the bottom like of the Jersey Shore, like of the bars. You know, Bryce Petty. Yeah, the skeeviest of the skis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, since so that point, um, all right, but there were sports on. There's sports on this weekend. That was kind of fun. Now I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a minute. It's funny because I could actually pick on myself a little bit more. Uh, if you want some real clickbait, this was clickbait uh, over the weekend. I got a little ahead of myself. <laughs> I saw uh, this. I got ahead of myself. Uh, so yeah, you well to that point, you got a huge announcement for us today on the show. Shall I tease that for a second? Give a little oh, mystery we're... tease. You tease it like well, only for it's like that was actually a poor way of using it because like uh, give them a little little something. Well, I don't know. You want to just do it? Yeah, we'll save it. We'll save it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll save that for the Monday mojo. But all right. Let me pull it back up. As you guys all know, if you watched the show last week on Tuesday, I said uh, that Justin Thomas was the pick. He was in second going into Sunday. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, like, so, and like, he started off all right, like the first four holes. And that's when I decided to get like my Twitter muscles out and just, you know, troll our you know, account and just say, Oh, the real announcement would have been if you'd listen to me because his odds were like plus one, four, like what was it? 1400. I think it was nice. It was, it was 
Solid odds. Yeah. He was one of the top like, six or seven favorites, I think. I threw, I threw a, a solid $2.50 on my FanDuel account to win 45 and I was really looking forward to you know maybe that happening, and it didn't. Um, yeah, but to that point. So the funny thing is – funny thing is – and it really, I even said this last week, so I, I don't know why I couldn't like, you know, heed my own advice, but uh, you know how I was saying like when you bet on golf, like all of a sudden you feel like you're on the course. Oh yeah. You're living every shot. Well, unfortunately, Justin Thomas was living my golf game and I was living through him, unfortunately doing it. <laughs> uh, Cause the minute that happened, he's on the fifth tee. I'm pretty sure it was either the fourth or fifth. I'm pretty sure it was the fifth hole. And his first shot's just like God knows where. And like, everyone's just like, Oh, like, you know, it's not good when the broadcast crew says he's lucky it hit the cart path and just kind of stayed there. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so like somehow out of our own games, not the professor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's a comment I hear from you. Like, no, I hit the cart path. I think you're all right. They just stayed there. It's like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. um, so then he goes over there and like, God knows where it was. And it's like one of those shots where like, there's like a, like a fence with like a water heater, like behind the fence, like, you know, and then there's just like trees everywhere. And like, you can't see anything. And I'm just like, Oh God, help me. Um, and then to that point, so he just hits, I just hear it hit like all these trees and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And then like the cameras like basically panning. It felt like through like a parking lot. And I'm just like, Oh my God. They probably like, didn't want to I turned to... it on. I didn't watch it after that. Yeah, they probably didn't want to show him throwing his club. He's pretty, he's kind of hot headed. So is he? Oh yeah. He oh, is. Then yeah. That's my guy then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> like I, he, he won a fan on that hole alone because like I felt every part of that, like, cause ever, I'm even thinking like, should you punch out? Like, cause this is where like, I don't punch out and I probably should punch out, but I'm also not a professional golfer. And then he didn't punch out either. And then, you know, we both got punched in the face. So that's, that's what happened. Yeah. The only, the only golfer who shouldn't punch out regardless of situation is Phil because he hits like 200 yard high, like flop shots that actually only go like 10 yards. It's, it's amazing. So anyone else besides Phil, I always see, I would suggest the punch. Well, and the thing is like and Daniel Berger, that was, that was an incredible ending too. winning that. He kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't and, expecting that. No, no, neither was I. And, it was it was good just to see live sports on obviously and you know have some fun with that. Um, but it's it's I, I think about that and, and let me ask you this and and for the chat as well. It, it, like, is there a sport? I'll even go both sides, positive and negative. Right? I don't want to just be negative. Is there a sport you feel like you pick, you bet, you are in like a pool of some type where you just seem like you do well in? Like right? Like so, I'll even go first. Right? So I just say mm-hmm. golf. Like I've never picked a golf winner correctly ever. And anytime, and do you remember what happened to me last year with that pool I was in? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> my God! What was that? I, you actually might be able to describe it better than I was because I almost like fainted. Was it Molinari? Brooks the- Kepka melted down on the Sunday. Oh, whatever right. it was. I think it was. So, a, um, was it the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach where Gary Woodland won? I thought. See, I thought Brooks still won, but he was like the thing was over. Oh, the PGA Championship. He played so bad that he it like, like two became over. a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. whoever the, the other guy had, it was the guy who roared back to make it interesting. It was like truly – I remember like I think I said it to you the night before and you said there's no way you're going to lose that. Like there's no way someone's going to catch you with that. And and, and sure, and I lost like a stroke. And I remember I was so pissed off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember it was my one friend's pool. I like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. It'll be fun. Like you pick like five golfers and he's like get trying to get the best score. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't – Zach, I'm not kidding. I've had um, a few different occasions where I've like just said to people, I'm like, I would take this person. And then like, it goes like, and I'll be like, oh, I'll give you five bucks. Like, on, you know, whatever, nothing. They mm-hmm. always are like right there. And that's the thing that makes me more annoying. It's like, I don't even really get, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I don't get bad picks. It's all, the guy's always in it. Like the first two or three days. And then it's just, Coop, see ya. I'm yeah. like, all right, great. It's like, almost like with golf. It's like, you have to wait until Sunday morning or Saturday night after the third round when they do the adjusted odds. Cause that way you can pick someone the odds are still going to be in your favor like to make money you just won't make as much yeah you know? like you could pick some guy in the top five and probably have plus you know just but say I, a dollar see, to win like, five i don't the, here's the way i look at it. it's like it's like a lottery ticket to me mm-hmm. there's all those players you can pick from and by like each passing day is like you get closer it's like hearing each number get called so like by sunday you're just like i just need one more i just need one more like you know oh well yeah well it's like that feeling you know when you're looking at the odds on a, a wednesday and if you see a, a player who you know is decent and it's like plus 2500 i mean you're going to want to throw what's it 5 bucks to win 125 like you're going to you know because because you know he's, he's a good golfer and you see the odds and how much money you can win of risking such little it's hard to it's hard to turn it down that's when oh, it definitely. becomes that's when it becomes 
gambling instead of betting. That's like yep. the difference there. Yep. That's, that's the what, greatest that's quote. The, that's the evil, that's the evil side of sports, sports betting. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll throw it to you. Is there one you struggle with though? So yeah, like a couple of years ago, I went to the Delaware park and I, I ended up coming out like even, but my big race from the Belmont stakes, the, my, my, my horse won, it was like a $300 payout or whatever. And oh, I was riding high. So like, of course, like, you know, I thought I knew oh, what it took to, to win on horse racing and all this stuff. And the rest of that year was okay. But then like, I haven't done horses in a long time because of this. And then it's just, it just turned every time I thought I knew and I lost every time and it just got horse racing is just such an epic mind F it's not even funny. Like if you'll see their odds start going up or down, it's like, Oh, they look good. Oh, is the horse sweating in the paddock? Oh no, he's not. Oh, that's a good thing. So he's, he's staying cool, calm under pressure. And then you get there and he stumbles out of the gate. It's like, Oh, so that doesn't mean anything. It's like, there's so many factors in horse racing. Oh, it's raining. Does this horse run better in the slot? Oh, I don't know. You know, it's just like such an epic mind. That's all I can say. So, see, <laughs> it's it, funny. It, it's funny. You, a struggle. I was gonna say it's funny you said. So, so my it's funny because I feel like actually when you when you tie golf, golf and horse racing are kind of two birds in a feather with me because mm-hmm. um, two birds of a feather, I should say. But with 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 that because I'm the same. What was the what was the derby? Um, Maximum security. Yep. Last year. Yep. 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 I had him. Yeah, that was Any law. I remember like I remember even saying, like, this is it, like finally, like, you know, like this is the first time I finally win something. And Belmont's this weekend, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Josh That'd be fun. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is right. fun. Yeah, ponies are running on. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be good stuff. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you gonna go back on the horse? <laughs> no pun intended. I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, it's funny. The thing you mentioned that I, I find fitting, it's gonna roll into like my next point. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um with like what would you say is one that you do well and i'll go next just because off of what you just said mm-hmm. uh i do actually pretty well with soccer yeah and, you do yeah i don't like german soccer like you know we, we had some fun this weekend like you know johnny and i were we were texting each other like he's betting like because Vandal has all of them you know they have like a like so you can, you know, like I said, you can just kind of fool around with it. And, and these games are at like 11 o'clock in the morning. So you just start you throwing, forget about it. And then you just check after work and you see more money and you're kind of like, all right, nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, that's a good feeling. Oh yeah. It's a great feeling. But the thing is, and I guess like to that point, the like the interesting thing about like, just, and not even just like, not like, sorry, like gambling addicts here. Like, but no, like just picking things in general. Like I said, if you're in pools, like there's a soccer question, pretty good. Mm. Uh, and, but it was like a world cup one I did. And, and to that point, the reason I didn't know, like all those things you just said was a horse sweating was it not like you know i don't know anything about that with soccer i like i didn't like i don't watch it a whole lot now i obviously get into it more because like you know uh joe g one of the roots is an arsenal fan mark is an arsenal fan they kind of got in with joe pierre other roots you made union fan we went to a game there had a good time so like we've had some good good times with it so i was like all right like kind of got into it so i got you know it's like now but like i don't know enough like i don't know anything about it i'm always asking questions during the games like i like but i actually like that ignorance is bliss when it comes with betting exactly exactly and to that point with like football it's i mean right we could play it we almost need you know we should do like Mm -hmm. like for like a show versus street edition almost like a hybrid because it wouldn't be really like our show versus street but it would be like i give you like a team and a line and like a matchup like a make-believe matchup (laughs) and i'm just like give me both sides of it because like you know if if you have like a young team playing on the road in like a hostile environment, like one side's like, oh, they're gonna get rocked, but then they're like, they have nothing to lose. And a lot of these guys played in Alabama, they know what it's like to play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. you can always like like just spin in circles when you're making predictions with this stuff about soccer. Like I said, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just gonna roll with it. Like, yeah, Italy should probably beat like you know Croatia. Like, I don't know, like maybe they won't, but like they should, you know. And yeah. then I always just honestly, a lot of games end in draws. So like I kind of like that because my motto is always, well, you know what? The game started off as a tie. Like, how hard is it to say a tie? Like, you know, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, you know what's fun to bet on for a draw for is uh, is fighting because it's like plus 5,000 odds. It's like a what, dollar to What win. does that like, mean? So, like, if, like, the scorecard, if they if all three judges say, like, um, like 29-28, 29-28, you know, the other person and the other one has it as, like, a draw, like 28-28, then it would be a draw. Has that ever happened? Oh, yeah, it happens more often than you think, yeah. 
Really? It's like plus five thousand odds. Too. Oh, I've yeah. seen like yeah, I've seen it on Fanduel, but I just never, I just figure I've never ever seen it. You know, my very short MMA experience. Yeah, I mean, if you throw a dollar on it, it's never worth, never a bad. <laughs> it's like buying a lottery ticket. Yeah, right. But uh, so for me, this is kind of it's kind of funny. So I play in like a for work we do like a football pool for all sixteen um, games or however many you know each week, and for some reason I do well on them, and I make those picks on like a Tuesday. And, but it's it's also because it's like twenty bucks to enter for like the whole season, so like I really don't care that much, you know. Yeah. So like I'll go like eleven and five or like ten and six like most weeks, or like I'll win anywhere. I'll win more than fifty percent of like of the the picks. But then if you ask me like Sunday morning, oh Zach, who do you think's gonna win? You know, Giants Eagles. I see uh, the Giants are getting six and a half. What do you think? And like, if I had to bet a hundred dollars on one game, I lose it every time. But like when I think when I just go off the cuff and I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is that. I do. I win more often than I lose. Dude, I'm with my picks sucked. Like on the site, remember I did an article like on our site and said, look, if you're following my picks, like just start taking the opposite because you're gonna really make money. Like you'll make good money too off a clip. It was I was like. We had to look at our prediction. We still have the bracket, or not bracket, like the spreadsheet, like which track like our picks that we get up for the site. I'm at like yeah. what thirty percent? Like it's really bad. It yeah, was we're like, going back like pre-pandemic, so we get a fresh start. We get a fresh do start. We? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Oh yeah, I need a fresh start because that I was, I was, I you, you even I think at points I was like I don't think I can get picks. I suck. Like <laughs> I don't want to just you know ruin it for the audience. But hey, we're all human. We're all human. Yeah, and you know what? Like I said, we found a way to put it in a positive perspective with. uh you know, like I said, just bet against me. That's great. That's always, you know, that's always a good way. Of, um, <laughs> that's one strategy. March Madness, I always struggle with too. It's funny we talk about pools. I I get worse and worse with those pools every year. I swear. Hmm. See, I for some reason, like I'm not trying to just toot my my horn, like talking about football picks, but for some reason, I usually do fairly well with March Madness brackets. I don't, I think because like it's all strategy when it comes to bracket and bracketology. It's like don't be too cute, you know, in the first round like focus on your sweet 16 and elite eight teams and make sure like those teams that should be there are there. Like don't. That's don't, interesting. I've never picked it like that. Yeah. Like don't have number three. I get way too into it. Like who's going to yeah, like, like, oh. like don't have no, cause think about it. If you pick an upset in the first round, you're only going to get one point. Right. Like if you pick a 14 to beat a three, like, yeah, that's, that's a fun pick to make, but you only get one point out of that. You know right. what I mean? So and, like. And it's one of those things where you're right. And it's one of those things where, like you said, get get your speed sixteen attack, and then mm-hmm. just from there bubble. Like, because I usually work my way in. It, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Get like get in and get out. Like, pick your winner almost blindly, and then work your way out. Like, how are they going to get there? Like, believe in them to be the team that you can win it. Right. I never if, thought of it like that way. Yeah, because if you if and so what if your fourteen beats a three, you get one point versus and everyone else only misses out on a point. But like, the big picture is like the the deeper rounds where you would miss out on eight, sixteen, sixty four, thirty two points, whatever it is. So you, I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's like put your no, energy totally. into the later rounds instead of like the sexy, you know, Cinderella teams. Yeah, no, exactly. I think that that's a good strategy too. It's not the fun smart. way because you want to see upsets, but it's like if you want to be close, it's like you got to kind of be semi-conservative with your picks and have the occasional 10 over a 7 or an 11 over a 6. But See, I'm learning stuff on the show tonight. This is good. That doesn't mean I'm right, but. <laughs> no, hey, well, like you always finish in front of me. I can guarantee you that. No, no. Um, but I'll tell you, speaking of everybody finishing in front of, uh, what a setup that was. Um, and I didn't even plan to do that, but you know, there, there's a lot of ways you could have set up just talking about how baseball sucks right now, <laughs> or like, they're not even doing anything. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the lack of baseball. Um, all right. So it's not good, dude. It's, it's not, um, I'll even pull it up. I'll even tease. All right. So I did a little article on the site. If you want to check it out for all of, uh, our friends on Twitch. If you want to check us out on uh, our site, www.get-sidetrack.com. Um, little piece I did. And I, I'm glad we did this. Zach. And you know, it's funny. I got to do that too. Start posting the links in there for everybody. It's almost, you know, um, it, this is good too. I feel like because uh, we need to, sp- I feel bad. Cause like I haven't written an article in like, god knows how many months no, this one's just a, like hey this by the way a, we should start posting these like yeah, this one's a home run no pun intended oh no no it, it, <laughs> well, the thing is it's it's not hard um to really just go straight after uh like i said it's not hard to go straight after rob manfred i mean he's he's a special kind of idiot to get started i mean there's <laughs> you know there's that um but like we're 
and basically I'll tell, I'll even like for, for the article part, I basically kind of said, where do you want to start with baseball this year? Like that, they did nothing about the cheating scandal, right? Like, and here we are obviously now and, and, and I won't like just read the whole article, but the analogy I, I put in there at the end that I feel like is applicable, especially for this segment is what we've seen over the last few months. First of all, we've seen the NBA, the NHL, the NCAA, the NFL, like the WNBA, uh, all the European sports, uh, Italian soccer, which remember that country like was 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 basically off the planet like a couple yeah. months ago. Apparently, like right, like the whole thing. Right, so like to that point, they found a way to persevere and and at least put a plan together. Right, so like football is at least addressing how it's going to work, and they've also addressed. By the way, if that plan doesn't work, this is our other plan. Right, like. So that, like, a lot of like other leagues are doing that. Even the NCAA, like, the NCAA is like, you know, it's bad when they've got it together. So, so yeah, right. To that point, because I kind of put them on the same level as the as the competency the competency level of of the MLB. But to that point, so they, they like I said, they botched the cheating scandal. Now here we are, and and they've been kind of playing this volley cat, like, this volley back and forth of of the MLB Players Association and uh, the MLB. Now, the one thing I want to point out, there's a lot of things to break down, and we're going to rip them, um, but I think we should just go kind of right for the throat to start. And, and, and I'll tell you, Zach, I'll play this clip for everybody uh, first. So this was about uh, last week, I want to say. Yeah, it was last week. Uh, Rob Manfred was on, ML, uh, was on ESPN, excuse me, doing an interview with Carl Ravitch, um, which, by the way, can we just – Manfred's a jackass, by the way. Like, he's such a condescending little punk. Yes. Like, and I'm not just like trying to be like the tough guy on the show tonight, just screaming. I don't like this guy, but no, at the same point, like, you know, I'll, I'll just shut up. I'll play the video clip for everybody. You can see for yourself what you think. And just, and, and, and also take a, take a listen to what he says the odds are for baseball to come back. Cause that's kind of the key emphasis on this. You know what? I think at the end of the day, the most important thing, and I'm not buying into your number of 48. The most important thing is that we play Major League Baseball in 2020, and I can tell you unequivocally we are going to play Major League Baseball this year. I'll be honest. My number would be 60 to 70 games, and you pay a full prorated salary, and we get back to the game of baseball. Why wouldn't that be acceptable? You know, Carl, I'm not going to get into um, bargaining with you about issues with the Players Association. We'll make another proposal to them uh, that's consistent with the economic realities that we're looking at, including the fact that um, our, our revenues are going to be down over 70 percent. And hopefully um, we'll find some flexibility on the other side and make an agreement. I've heard September. I mean, it's. It's bad. And then when you think of it from this perspective, too, now here's Jeff Passan's tweet. Uh, this was about an hour before the show, Zach. So uh, Rob Manfred tells ESPN, uh, so I guess it's Mike Greeny, um, that he's not confident there will be a 2020 baseball season. Unfortunately, Manfred said, I can't tell you that I'm 100% certain that's going to happen. What do you mean? You said last week you were 100%. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, like he sucks. Like, he really, he's like Brian Trenberg, the, the, like the little side off character from Everly Raymond, who's like the clipboard weed that, that Frank Barone <laughs> calls him. And you're right, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, it's a fun fact that's Homer Simpson in real life, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? But, sorry. Neither, yeah. Yeah. The more, you know, there you go. So you're giving me facts on March Madness. I'm giving you Everly Raymond facts. See, I, I think yours are better. But, but anyway, all right. To that point, this is like, it's funny because, to kind of merge this into like another point real quick, not to just completely cowboy this segment, but right. Like I saw last night, um, long gone summer, the ESPN 30 for 30 on Sosa McGuire, which, which was good. I thought it was a good documentary. Um, and we can dive into that in a second, but more so, uh, it obviously highlighted like cheating and like all the steroid stuff. And the one thing I kept thinking about was like how I remember even like in middle school and high school resenting and not really liking Bud Selick and calling him a pushover and feeling, and, Cause you just kind of played the like, Oh wow. Steroids. What are those? Like, you know, like that whole thing, like, Oh shucks. Like, I guess I just didn't see that coming. Like, whoops, I'm going to go retire too while I'm at it. It's like, <laughs> all right. See ya. Like, so I remember thinking like, all right, anyone coming in is going to be better than this. And Rob Ramford's like, hold my beer. It's like, he's, he's probably like, the worst of all. He's got, he had a whole growler full of it too. It's like, Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. He took it all in. Oh, he's, he's horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it, at some point with this whole negotiation, it's like one side needs to start playing a little hard to get, right? It's like, it's like, it's almost like we're back in high school and it's like, oh, well, maybe if I ignore her or him for like a week, then they'll, then they'll buy in and make me an offer like to be with them. You know what I mean? So like, I maybe think that's what we like, need. Like maybe so the he, Players Association just needs to be silent and then maybe they'll get what they want. 
you know? Oh, so you're going like, because here's the thing. I thought you meant from the perspective of like someone just being like a tough person and being like, this is what I know. But you're saying they're just like, I don't care. But here's the problem. I'm going to like add in like a, if you want to like go through like high school analogies, I'm going to go down to grade school for you. And this is what I, the, one of the points I made in the article. I was saying what the MLB Players Association and the MLB are doing, in my opinion right now, um, to the fans and I'm not trying to be like that, like rah rah. It's all about the fans, but it is to a certain degree. I mean, yeah. right? Like, they're yeah. they're your customer. Like, right. like, let's not even use the word fan. You can just say your customers are very unhappy right now. Mm-hmm. And essentially, this is what you know. I have a different analogy that I use in the article, but I feel like this is a very applicable one too. You go to a restaurant, right? You you show up to the the front table like a deli or something, right? And you're like, hi, I'd like to order a sandwich. And the two people look and they're like, are you going to take the order? I'm like, I'm going to take his order. You take his order. Like, I'm going to take his order. I took his order last week. I don't want to talk to this guy. And then you're just kind of like, I, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to order yeah. a sandwich. Like, I'm like, right. And, and, and the analogy I use in the art, I'll just use that one too, right? I said, like, it's like a kid that thought he had friends mm-hmm. in like grade school. And you're like, oh, who are we going to play? Like, who am I playing with this week? Right. And they're all like, I'm not playing with him. I was, I was on duty last week. Like, you have to go over there. And you're like, yeah. like I thought these were my friends. That's what the MLB like is doing. They're like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not doing this. And, and you're, everyone's like, guys, can you please work this out? We really want it. And they're like, shut the hell up. I don't care what you want. Like, mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, <laughs> right. And on top of this cloud, and this, and this is the, I'm like, I feel like I'm like almost reading the whole article now. It validates the point that the Alice are completely tone deaf to the fact that uh, they have no idea that they're losing popularity or lost it really at this point. Yeah, they're they're so blind to it. it. It's I don't understand. I don't. I really don't get it. Like it's they're looking so they're so short sighted. They're not seeing the big picture of how much damage this is actually doing. Zach, this was on a tee for them. Think of it this way, right? Like in a world where you're saying, yo, by the way, like you need to get fans back, and you really don't even have a plan. Like the sports gods put one on a tee for you. They said, hey, by the way, like if you if you sort it all out correctly, you'll be the first sport to come back, or you can make the, like, or you can be one of the sports like. You're going to be in a spot where you can come back and people that aren't even baseball fans are going to be like, I don't care. I need to just see anything. I'll take anything. We're watching Korean baseball right now, yeah. right? We're like John Henry is betting on Belarus soccer right now. That's, that's <laughs> the world we're living in today. folks. <laughs> right. No, but like, all jokes aside, it's like, right. Like, but no, seriously, like they, it's on a platter for them. And they're like, eh, like they're like, oh, I'll take this opportunity instead. Like the easy opportunity would have been to better themselves, but they're like, I'm gonna go out of my way to like make bad headlines for myself. Man, for one week says that they're coming back next week. No, like what is that? Yeah, it's 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 very sloppy. That's what it is. It seems very selfish by by both sides, and it's sloppy. Like you said, if if there was a good faith effort put forward by the players or Manfred, then he would probably win a lot of people over, and then there the fans would spike. But no one's seeing that. It's just a lot of ignorance. Let sure. me let me ask you this. And not to like kind of like spray this everywhere because like this maybe in a weird way this isn't even like the time to ask this question, but it's almost like all right, well if you were involved in baseball and like you were the commissioner, like how would you reshape it? Like and like because I'm not even gonna be like how are you gonna bring it back, right? I'm not gonna sit there and here's here's the thing too. I'll just kind of like to address that for a second before I kind of ask like ask you to dive into that point. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the caveat is if people want to say, oh by the way. Uh, oh, look at that. Yellow Swag XX 420XX. There you go. A little subscription. Oh, Thank go. you. There we go. Woo! Oh, love that. that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and oh, we love that. And, 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 uh, but to the point I was saying with, um, with, with this whole baseball thing, it's like, like, I guess if you want to, like, make, like I said, if you want to make the, like, I'm making the caveat, the other leagues have come back mm-hmm. or have, like, addressed, like, There's the elephant, like, this whole, like, oh, we're, we're at risk everybody's at risk. Like the WNBA is at risk. The NBA is at risk. Like MLB, like everyone's at risk. Everyone. <laughs> so everybody, NCAA, PIAA, like in Pennsylvania, <laughs> like whatever you want in high school, it doesn't matter. Everyone's at risk. So my point is th- these guys have somehow, it's almost like if you said like, I, I didn't get my homework done. The teacher's like, why? It's like, well, because uh, I didn't have enough time. It's like everyone else in the class felt that last night was enough time to complete your assignment you didn't like you know what i mean like does it make any sense yeah no it's you know he needs to realize that um manfred needs to realize that sometimes you might have to take a little bit of a hit financially and this guy's like these are we're talking about billionaires and multi-millionaires here so it's like a hit to them might be like 10 percent of what they usually make which is still they're still making a ton of money right he, he needs to realize that sometimes you, need, you might need to take a hit 
just to save the face of the organization and the league as a whole and appease the players so that way we can have something to watch and fans come up with come up with a plan limit it to either season ticket holders or limit it to certain rows can only have fans whatever but figure it out if you really care because they're gonna lose a lot they're gonna lose a lot and, and, and looking at the chat, um, to answer Lauren's question, no, so so it's not really a transparency issue, nor is it like more about safety. This is this is players saying like I'm risking my life to play, mm-hmm. and like the owners are like, you know, we'll we'll give you this amount of salary, and the players like I want more. Like they're basically trying to negotiate like how many games like because the players want more games because they want to make more money because it's prorated. So right, like the less games they play, the less that percentage of the salary they're going to get from this year. So. The players want more games. Owners, I guess, want less games, and they really can't find that middle ground. So essentially what this is, is this is two people in a room that are negotiating, and it's almost like everyone else has partnered up in the other sports worlds and have, like, been able to bridge this gap, right? Like, baseball players are kind of pulling this, like, and I'm not saying it's like pulling this, but, right, this whole, like, I don't want to come back for, like, less than my, like, normal salary because I'm risking my life, right? Okay, well, other, like, places that took cuts before, so it's not, like, they're, you know, like I need to like get a glass of water here. I'm like running, running. I got yep. that Broncos cup, by the way, at mile high. That was, that oh, was there cool. you go. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Because people have asked me that, like, like uh, the Broncos. I'm like, I don't know. It's a good, it's a good water cup. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, so I guess it's not really transparency. Like I was saying, this is more like you guys got to figure this out. This is yeah. not like when I, like when I, I'm not trying to be that guy, but this is not that hard. Like, like, like I said, every other league has been able to figure this out. So the fact that baseball, who we thought, and now we know that we're wrong, we thought, hey, maybe they know that they're like not really as popular anymore and that they kind of need to rebrand themselves and, and do better. And they're just like, no, we'll be the last team to come back. Even though, And the funny thing is, this is their season. <laughs> like they have no interest in coming back and protecting summer. All these other sports that already have more popular, like, it, it, like here's the funny thing. If they just said, oh, I'll come back. But I would have been saying to you, hey, Zach, by the way, like baseball is not as popular anymore. Like how are they going to compete with like the NBA and NHL playoffs, like right in the middle of their season? It's like they don't care. It, it doesn't – I don't – under like I don't know. Like they've really been in a tailspin the last 30 years. Yeah, it really has. I mean, one, probably one of the most positive things was what we saw the other night with the, the 30 for 30 with, you know, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. But even that was was fake basically because they were using steroids. So yeah. it's like, you know, like it's it, – that's the sad thing. Mm-hmm. Can we, can we talk? Can we can we move to like uh, to the sign stealing part? Like you said, steroids. Yes, please, please, because that was actually the yeah. other point I wanted to bring yeah. up. Yes, please. So, is it so? What was it that I see something about the Yankees? Was there something about the Phillies? You said as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like, all right, you'll love this. Yeah. Let, let's. Is is all right? Is sign stealing like a part of like coming to the point where that's a part of the game? Where it's like, think about it, Karen. When you played little league baseball, right? And if you saw that the pitcher did something with his hat or, or the catcher did something, like you knew he was throwing second right. or, or pitching out, right? So you picked up on that. So is that going to be considered stealing the sign? Like if, uh, you, if you go behind the back and like do the way that Astros did it with all that, that slimy, all the, the electronics and all that, that's like extremely wrong in my opinion. But right. are we talking about sign stealing? Like, oh, they took notes that this was, you know, um, I think least sign. I think it's – to me, I'll almost answer back with a with a analogy. You know how I always yeah. have to do it, but it's like it's like a card game. Like you're playing poker, you're always reading your opponent. Mm-hmm. And if they have a tell, like that's your job to try to figure that out. Just like you're a hitter, like you're trying to see like if they tip pitches, if they're signs, like that makes sense. If you're on second base and you notice it, and even Chad has mentioned that that that's kind of a no no in like under like the underworld, like the code of baseball. But to that point, I'll almost like give them that. Mm-hmm. But like it, it's almost like saying, well, you can't have someone videotaping the other person playing, just sitting there studying everything they do with like the cards they had, and like you know what I mean. Like that's the whole point of like in poker, like you, you can like when you fold, you don't have to say what you have. Like so, mm-hmm. I don't think that. Like I don't know. Here, the, here, the funny thing is, so it was. I know I'm trying to think. The list was the Yankees were on it. You're right. The Phillies were on it. Were the Marlins? Here's here's the thing. Let me rephrase. It's all very murky. Very, yeah. very murky because we don't like, and this is the point with Manfred. He's almost just like, don't open. There's apparently what, like a letter that like reveals that other teams were doing it too. Yeah. And he basically doesn't want it to get out. It's just like, like, what are you? Like, he's so corrupt. Like, he's, he's not horrible. cut out for his position, put to you that way. 
No, he's like, he's like, we need Batman to come in and save like the corrupt mayor of Gotham. Like that's what it feels like. It does. I mean, we need something to be done here because clearly this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And and it's funny. So the one thing I did see too was, um, oh my god, this is great. Oh, <laughs> Sean Walsh giving signs. Of, oh yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yep, that was great. Little League of one of our. Oh yeah, he's giving signs and t-ball to like. So basically, like the coach oh, would pitch go. to his own kids, and then like our kid would play like the catcher position. He was like dropping signs to like their like coach throwing underhand to the other <laughs> like to their kids. But <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, to that point, uh, it, but I was saying um. Uh, okay, right. Like the funny thing in this whole thing is like, so that this list gets out, or like, let's just say, like hypothetically, let's just let's play that game out that and speculate like the Phillies are on it. They won sixty six games that year. It's like, oh my god, yeah, we didn't win a World Series like the Astros. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, they're the ones rooting for this to get out because, like, the, the the one thing you want, right? If you're the guy, like, it's almost like the Floyd Landis thing, right? Like. He went down as the cheater, but now looking back on it, like everyone's like, well, Lance Armstrong cheated. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're more interested in that. So yeah. like all these other teams go down, then it's just like the cheating scandal. It's not the Astros cheating scandal anymore. Yeah, it, it takes kind of the load off of uh off of their off of their back a little bit. It's like I'm sure the Patriots would wish the same thing happened with Deflategate with the NFL with other teams, you know. So they're not viewed as the cheaters in the league, but oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's but it's um to that point, Zach, where do we go from here though with all that? Because like at some point in time, Lee's gonna not have a season. The, like, well, the issue is, well, I was gonna say more. I'm more of the science stealing thing because I was gonna say like the issue for both, mm-hmm. and and this is a real issue now, in my opinion. Um, baseball, we saw like you said in the documentary last night. We saw it with our own eyes just living through it. That baseball was not ready for steroids. Everyone was right, like and 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 now this. It's like oh wow, I didn't even think of that. That like you know someone could take that equipment and start stealing signs, but like really. Like, they're basically like oblivious to how people can cheat in their game. And it's a shame that you got to think of it from that perspective. But like the reality is these are people trying to play for millions and millions of dollars and win and keep their jobs. So like, yeah. I'm not shocked by it. Yeah, it I don't condone it, but I'm not shocked. Yeah. With all the money at stake, it doesn't really surprise me. Um, but you would think that, yes, like the, the um, MLB would have some type of way to police this from happening, whether it's in their dugout, their club, the clubhouse, whatever. Um, you know, it's almost to the point where they're going to, the players are going to have to start getting frisked before they take the field, make sure there's no electronics or no one's wearing a wire. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's, it, yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's ridiculous. And then you think to yourself, like, what's next? Well, think, that's think my it. problem. I'm like, now you're like, Oh, for two over the last 30 years, basically in baseball, in my eyes. Yeah. 40 well, years. Think, well, think about it. They drug test players to make sure they're not using performance, performance enhancing drugs. Right. So right. what, so what would be the big deal if you did have something like some type of secure, not security, but just some type of person to kind of monitor the clubhouse and all that type of stuff to make sure there was no funny business going on to help police it. It's kind of the same thing. It's just, it's juvenile that we have to think about doing that, but yeah, it's, and, and it's, that. it's, it's tough because it's, I think that's, this is a really poor analogy, but like, I think to myself, cause I, I said this as a kid, I don't think that's practical. I don't think you just have people like policing a dugout when like nothing's probably supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. well, all I can imagine is someone. It's like when when after like nine eleven they beefed up security through airports. Like they didn't have like soldiers on planes. Like right, right you know, po- like policing all the planes. Like it's it's like and that's what I, I I feel like it's like a not a good mm-hmm. like a ugh, like parallel. I don't mean like a, like as a dark one as that, but like I get like, my point is right. Like you can't. You can't do that. There's too much of that stuff. Go- there's too much. Like, there was too much air. Tra- like, there's too much going on. I don't know. I, I think it's always going to have to be like the. U- like, here's another one. Is like, you know at the beginning of UFC, they always like, like pat you down, make you show your yeah, mouth. Yeah. What, what is that, that for? Like, it's to make, just make, make sure, sure they have on their faces and stuff. Well, they put they put the the actual grease on their face so that way, like it's like a even amount, and it's the same person does it for both fighters. That way, there's no biases or anything. Wait, what what is the grease on the face do? It helps, like if you get hit, it helps your hands slide off your face instead of like you're absorbing it. Oh, so it's actually like, for the like person punching slides. you? Yes. Well, so like if you're getting hit, like it slides off your face. Like it's like an oil, it like slides off. Oh, your face. so, so wait, instead just of it, to help you, not, like almost to help you take more punches. Well, it helps you. It helps you like. T- not absorb as much of the blow. So it's take you know more I mean? punches, basically. Right. So you can basically take more punches, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't get so you don't get cut as quick. Things okay, like that. that makes sense. Yeah, but 
if they can impl- if they implemented something like that, and this is kind of crazy, I know, but like if they implemented something like that behind, like in the clubhouse, like before all the players went out, you had to like pat down, whatever. And I, it's so stupid that we even have to think about this, but if it, it might have to get to that point. And then hey, but and then hey, if you're gonna read your catch the other team's catcher and you figure something out, good for you. That's good for you for noticing it. But we don't need electronics and tapping signals, to, you know. Well, let me ask you, how do you how do you turn it around? Mm-hmm. Like, how would you turn baseball around in general then? Yeah, I mean, that's the million dollar question. <laughs> I I don't know, to be honest with you. It's first off, you gotta get you have to have a season this year. <laughs> to turn it around well and to go to lauren's point in the chat i'd actually say you need to be transparent like mm-hmm. like let me praise like almost be more actually more be honest and and maybe a little bit uh what's the word i'm looking for repentive and yeah. just be like look like we've sucked like with Domino's does so well and i like Domino's still sucks but like they basically their commercials were like we get it you everyone says we suck like mm-hmm. we don't suck anymore like uh-huh. the fact that that was the commercial everyone's like like they're like we heard you we, we hear our, pe- our sauce tastes like ketchup we heard that like it made me try it one more time and then i realized nothing had changed but at the same yeah. point that was back in college but to that point like you know what i mean like it was good marketing and i'm like that they could maybe take a page out of that book and be like look we know we've been boring we know even this um i don't think the answer is changing all these rules like oh getting rid of the dh or whatever mm-hmm. like i think yeah. there's they need um they need, they need to think- market their stars better yeah, I think a big thing that – and this I would honestly hate to see this, but I feel like with baseball, the games get drawn out, as we know. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if they proposed maybe moving it to a seven-inning game, we would. I know we would all – I would probably hate it, but I think a lot of, like, the casual fans would like it because instead of having to spend three-plus hours to watch a game – I'm trying to think. It's tough because I, I know where you're getting at. It's, it's – um, uh, it's really tough. I don't know. Yeah. I, like I think they just need to start doing like, a no nonsense policy when it comes to all this, this BS, like with the sign stealing stuff, like, like just crank down on security. Like I said, be transparent, say, look, we're not going to take any of this. Like we're in really bad shape right now. You know, we got to start thinking long-term instead of fighting over a toy in the sandbox. That's how it's been. You know, it'd be wild if they did like relegation with AAA. Yeah. Right. You just get thrown. Seriously. Out. That'd be wild. Like if they could do something like that, like that would get people perked up a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, hey, when you're when you're basically fighting for your your job and the prestige being in the big leagues, you might try a little harder. You might clean yeah. up more, you know. So it's not a bad and, idea. And, and also speaking of perking everyone up a little bit more, it's it's Mojo Monday. Gotta love, right. love Mojo Monday. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'll say, I'll I'll go first actually, and I'll I'll Perfect. save you for if you want to go second. Right. Okay. So um. So my Mo- Mojo Monday was actually uh I was looking like a little thirty for thirty kick a baseball kick last night. I actually watched the Doc Holly E six. I guess it was E sixty more than a thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really, 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 really good. Uh, I mean, it's mm. it's tough. It's tough to kind of watch. I mean, you feel obviously horrible, um, for him and, and his family. That obviously details the the horrible plane crash, um, and stuff. But but obviously, it breaks down his whole career and what type of person he was and and what type of family person he was and his family in general and you know all that stuff. And it's. I mean, it breaks down just mental health and, and mm-hmm. um, depression, all that stuff. It, it's, I mean, you know, like the one thing I'll almost like, not to like tease it, but it's like, I mean, he had such bad anxiety, his wife said before he threw up before every single start, mm-hmm. every single start. Like think about that. Like, and, and, and this is the same video I'm watching where Alex Rodriguez is sitting there, 14 time all-star. And he's like, by the way, like, if there's a, a Mount Rushmore, like five pitchers, I guess for a better way to put it, like just the top five pitchers in baseball that you like would start a rotation with, like he's in there. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's big lot. words. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you see the highlights like, Oh my God, like the way that ball moves. Yeah. I was shocked watching that because you know, when he came to Philly, like he brought this whole work ethic philosophy and all, all this, these good energy, good vibes to the, to the team. And then like, you just hear about himself, all the anxiety and stress that he put himself through. It, it blew me away. I didn't realize that because he came off like because he was unflappable, you know? Yeah, exactly. He came around as like the other way around, like the Michael Jordan effect, like mm-hmm. kind of Cliff Lee. I feel yeah. like maybe it was a little bit like that. And it was funny. Kyle Kendrick was in that. He was really good in that documentary yeah. too. He was a great teammate. All the stuff yeah. that he did for, for Roy. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was really cool. So I definitely, definitely worth the watch. I know like right now, if you have like Xfinity, if you search it on demand, like you can, it's on there. Or ESPN um, Plus, it's on there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, check it out. It's 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 really good. But I'll say yours yeah. is much more positive. And the reason why I feel like that was like, it feels like Mojo Monday. It's like, well, no, but it's a good message. I think that's the, and his wife basically said, like if anyone watches this and like, you know, needs help and things like that, mm-hmm. like it was, I thought, like I said, it was really, like I said, really powerful one. Yeah. And I think that's why they did, they made the E60 and that his family agreed to it because they wanted to build the awareness that a guy who looked so strong and like I said, unflappable, like Doc Holliday, like, and see all the internal issues he had behind the scenes. Like it's more common than anyone thinks. And a lot of people are going through a lot. So it's, it's normal. It's normal. Yeah, yeah you know, definitely. Unfortunately, but yeah. Um, but all right, yeah, but I'll tell you, you, you can turn the vibes around for us. <laughs> I think uh, this is going to get everyone, even the crowd's mojo up a little bit. Oh, baby. Yeah. So if first off, if you're not following our social media yet, you would already know this. But well, if you were following our social media, you wouldn't know this. Uh, we're doing a giveaway for a $100 Amazon gift card. It's free to, free to enter. All you have to do is share the Facebook post from our page. And then on Instagram, you could also like, the, like our, our posts and tag two of your friends in the comments. And you're entered. And if you do both, you're entered twice. And we also have it on Twitter if you retweet our tweet. So we're giving away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. And yeah, might as well. There's there's a graphic as you can see with the instructions. So share away. Perfectly done comment. by you, of course. That was that was beautiful. Oh, that Look was at this. Team effort, team effort. And well, I just uh, had to yeah. paste it on here. No, you did a really <laughs> you built it. <laughs> your, your chance to win a uh, Amazon gift card. We're we're gonna look to start doing some more more giveaways, actually. Um, yeah, you know, we appreciate we, everyone in the chat. We, we got to reward, we got to reward the, the viewers and the subscribers and the follow. You know, we got to give, we got to give the love back. That's right. Yeah, we appreciate you know all the engagement with with the the friends of the show and uh, the followers on social media. So, yeah, we want to we want to help every, you know everyone out and uh, just get you know, everyone's engaged. in the living room. This isn't a me living room. This is a we living room. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Everyone in the chat, you guys do a lot for the show, so we appreciate it. And I'll pull up real quick. So on social media, real quick. So just uh. Show everyone real quick. So if you want to follow um, and subscribe to us, so follow in the upper left, you can see that heart right there. I kind of break it down for you. It's funny too, because people have been saying to me that, you know, they see a video of you talking, but they're hearing me talk. And I realized I was like, oh my God, that's just because, you know, I'm, I'm talking. I stripped the audio oh, off of that little demo. demo video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so also, if you want to subscribe right there, you can do that as well. Like I said, follow us on social media. Um, I'll pull that up one more time for anyone that's just checking us out tonight and you want to get in on that little giveaway. Um, by the way, we'll be announcing that two weeks from tonight. That'll be yep. fun. So well, two weeks. June 29th. Um, so plenty yeah. of time. Tell your friends, tell your family, get in on it. It's all good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So social media, it's uh, for Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. It's at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, Twitch, twitch.tv, get sidetracked. Um, if you're watching us on our site uh, and you want to check us out on the channel or if you want to check us out uh, or if you're on the channel, you want to check out the site. Uh, check us out www.get-sidetrack.com and it's funny especially now i feel like zach right because sports is kind of right around the corner mm-hmm. um things are starting to make that return so we should like finally start having we'll have some game day dishes because there's gonna be some game days coming back we should actually start to have what we're talking about so we have a little, a little state of the union meeting this morning hopefully she has some more content coming back uh like up on here just not besides living room sports talk but we'll get some other um fun stuff uh via sidetrack on here um and we'll post all that stuff on our schedule and keep everyone informed uh, through social media and the site. But yeah, it's fun, you know, especially in the summer months. We're kind of getting the swing of it. Everything's starting to turn around the upswing. I, I love it. Oh, it's great. Yeah, we'll get some picks out too, some betting picks, give you our opinions and our analysis, and uh, hopefully they're winners. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, things are turning it's Chad's around. Chad's birthday tomorrow? That's right. Yeah. So, you know, I hope it's working. So we will give him a good birthday shout out tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. By the way, do you ever feel like not nervous, but like awkward or whatever? Like when people sing to you or just like wish you happy birthday because you're just like you don't want to feel like you're like the, like the special the center attention. of attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, every time, even if it's in my own house, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Wrap it like, up. Like, <laughs> right. Cause it's just one of those things I'm like, I didn't like, you feel weird. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, yeah, I didn't right. like pick the day I was born and like bet on it. It was like, by the way, I feel like March 10th is the day I'm going to be born. Like, I was yeah, like, right. yo, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, but like I said, real quick, I'll just pull this up one more time for anyone. Uh, once the details, so like I said, that Amazon promo, win a $100 gift card. Um, like I said, like Zach was saying, how to enter. Share, uh, there's a post on our Facebook page um, or like the post uh, on our Instagram uh, and comment with two of your friends in the comments to tag them in there. And yeah, 
You're good. You know, to I said on Twitter, we threw it out there as well. So if you just retweet the yep. tweet, you'll be in again. If you do all three, you're in three times. So like yeah, I look said, at that. You gotta love that. It's yeah, fun and, stuff. And most of most of our followers know, but if you don't, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe to our show for free every month. So it would help us out a lot. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely. I really would appreciate that. Um, and we also appreciate everyone for listening, jumping in the chat tonight. This was a lot of fun, you know, getting, getting involved and, you know, it's uh, yeah, we're, you know, we're getting closer. Premier That's league right. comes back for, for the English Premier league and soccer is back on Wednesday. Um, I know the NHL camps open up July 10th uh, and then basketball after that. And then the next thing you know, we got football. So, you know, oh, yeah. let's fingers crossed, right? That's right. Moving in the right direction, folks. Absolutely. want to thank everyone for listening and we'll be back on the air tomorrow um is there anything you want to take us out with before we go no just yeah tune in tomorrow we have some great content coming up uh, 7 p.m tomorrow definitely so see us uh at seven o'clock eastern time tomorrow uh and we'll be here at the living room once again cheers everyone cheers